Hey, we're talking about living a life transformed for Jesus. I love Jesus. I love his church. I love his people. And being here has completely transformed my world. And, you know, tonight we're going to be talking particularly, as I mentioned before, about a healed heart. Everyone say healed heart. Proverbs 27 verse 19 says this. As water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. The Bible makes it clear. Your life, my life, is a reflection of what's going on in the inside of our hearts. Think about that for a second. Whether it's good, bad, right, wrong, everything that is flowing out of your life is actually a reflection of what's happening inside your heart. You know, for me, in my journey, I came into this church 17 years ago now. I know I look 17. How can that be? Um, I walked into the doors of this church 17 years ago, and I had this, I was 15 years old. I had no idea about life or what to do, but I felt like I had it all together, and I knew exactly what I was doing. But it was in church that I realized that the problem wasn't the problem. See, I used, to, I used to have my dysfunctions like all of us do. I used to battle with fear. Maybe some of you do that, to, uh, battle with fear tonight. I used to battle with anger. Maybe you battle with that tonight. But what I didn't realize at that young age is that those problems weren't really the problem. They were a reaction of something much deeper in my life, which was a broken, hurting heart. Friends, I want to ask you this question tonight. What's your problems? What's your dysfunctions that you're facing that is really a bigger thing of a, re of a reflection that is in your heart? Is it an addiction? Maybe it's drugs, alcohol, pornography, chasing girls, chasing boys. Maybe it's, maybe it's a little bit more subtle a constant need of approval or ridiculous expectations of perfection. Maybe it's being a hyper performer. These are all toxic habits that flow out of a place of a hurting heart. Friends, I want to ask you again tonight, what is going on in your heart? What is going on in your heart? Because the first step to having true healing, to have a true, whole, healed, amazing heart, is to actually recognize the broken areas that need healing. All of our hearts need regular health checks. And we do those checks. And we need to do those checks. The most easiest way, I believe, to do, to ch make sure your heart is in check, is actually come to church. I believe there's two things. One, it's the truth of God. So the word, wherever the word of God is preached, 
it will reveal the things that aren't right with God or in your life. So wherever the Word of God is preached, it might be in your quiet time where you open the Word of God and you're reading a passage of Scripture and it speaks to you and go, hey, this, I think I can have to rep- apply this to an area of my life. It might, it might be coming to church and you're sitting in worship and, uh, you know, Mr. Worship Leader, Mrs. Mr. Whatever, um, says something and it resonates with you and then God begins to speak to you through worship. It could be as the Word of God is preached, as the Word of God is preached, uh, something little in it just sets something off in you. I remember being... 16 or 17 years old, and I'm sitting in church, and I'm hearing hearing a a message about forgiveness. And then the preacher says, you need to forgive. Uh, Some of you need to forgive your parents for what they've done for you. And it just triggered me to the max because my dad abandoned me, and my dad left me, and I hadn't seen him for 20 years. But what it is was hearing the Word of God in church, it triggered something that began a process of healing for my heart. It wasn't for my dad. It wasn't for justice. It was about for my heart. The other place that I feel, and I think this is, uh, this is godly, it's in New Testament church, is that we get healing with accountability. Acts 2 verse 42 says, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. Media guys, I didn't give you that scripture. Don't freak out. Uh, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. So they devoted themselves to the truth of God. But it also says they devoted themselves of gathering together and breaking bread. And then all through the New Testament, it talks about how they came together, they supported each other, and... But another key element was they called each other out on their nonsense. And I think we become a little bit too PC in church life where we're in, in, in fear of offending someone or upsetting them, we let them live in their pain and dysfunction. So... I think one great way to bring accountability to your life is actually a small group. Um, Emily said it so beautifully before. It's it's a pro and con cons. It's the pros and cons of being a big church. Pro is there's lots of people here and lots of people are getting saved and it's an awesome vibe and energy. The con is that you can get lost in all that. When you're in a small group, you actually can find your people, your tribe and get, bring accountability into your life. People that see you at your best, people that see you at your worst, and people that love you, but love you enough to say something, hey, have you ever thought this might be an issue for you? It's getting quiet in here. So that's how we check our heart. We check our heart with the Word of God. We check our heart with uh, other like-minded believers that are for us. Now the question is, how do we heal our heart? How do we heal our heart? I want to say this, is that God cares about our heart, and you can trust Him with your heart. 
Psalm 34 verse 18 says this, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. You might be sitting in the room tonight feeling so broken and crushed. And I believe, I know, there are people in this room tonight and you feel so broken and you feel so crushed for what's happened to you. But I want to say this, is that Lord sees you, your pain is equal to his pain for you, and that even in your pain you might not be able to feel his presence or his love, he is close and he is working. And we need to be kind to ourselves and kind to God in those moments to let him move in our life. I remember coming to church all those years ago, and I, you know, like I said, I had the whole idiot, tough man, alpha male persona thing going on, but I just weep all the time. I'm still weeping, and, but it's because God is alive in my heart, and he's becoming close, and he's moving powerfully in that, in that world. So in our pain, God is close. He cares about our heart. And we can trust God with our heart. Psalm 147 verse 3 says this, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. God just doesn't want to comfort you in your pain, but he actually wants to help restore you, heal you. It's as the scripture says, is that he heals the brokenhearted and he binds up their wounds. You can trust God with your heart. It's easy to say. It's so easy to say. I love this year uh, as uh, brilliant disciple makers. A disciple is a fully immersed, fully surrendered follower of Jesus. And it sounds, you know, it sounds sexy and it's like, oh yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, I'm a disciple maker. But to be fully immersed in God, you need to fully trust God. And so many of us, our trust has been completely shattered. But I want to say tonight, if you're with me, you can take a step of faith and you can trust God. Because I tell you, when you take a step of faith and trust Him, it allows Him to move in our lives and it completely brings transformation, as this topic says. And the last thing is, how do we guard our heart? Proverbs 4 verse 23 says this, Guard your heart above all else, for it will determine the course of your life. The Bible says we are responsible for the condition of our heart. Now things might happen to us, that are completely wrong, that is trauma and that is toxic and that's bad and I'm not having to go at those people. But what I'm saying is that we have the power to control the condition of our heart. That your heart needs protecting and it needs stewarding because it will set the course of our life. All of us need to understand that if we don't heal, it will eat our, way, eat our soul and flow out in toxic ways. So how do we protect our heart? There are two key ways that I believe that we can protect our heart. 
and they're kind of connected, and they're not very deep. The first one is, do it God's way. Do it God's way will actually protect you in so many ways. I know it's deep. If you do money God's way, it will save you so much financial pain. If you do marriage God's way, it will save you so much relational pain. Uh, I, must, I am a pastor, and I love people, but I must admit a couple of things. This is, this is therapy for me now, Sam. Thank you. Just letting it all ooze out. Is that sometimes, sometimes our pain is self-inflicted pain. And then we sit there blaming God for our self-inflicted pain. But we could save ourselves so much pain if we just learnt to obey and trust Him. And I don't say that in a condemning or nasty way. I'm just saying that God loves us so much that He's given us a way to do things that actually brings protection and life to our world. Now, I know there's circumstances that are beyond our control that lives out that, but I, look, a big chunk of them, a big chunk of them. It's Pastor Josh talking here. A big chunk of them are self-inflicted pain. <laughs> the other one is this. Um, put on the full armor of God is a way to protect your heart. Finally, this is uh, Ephesians 6, verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the, the, the attacks of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against the powers, against the, ruler, the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the, in the evil day. Evil day and having done all that to stand. The Bible talks about there is an enemy and the whole goal of the enemy is to destroy you. I think we are a bit passive in that thought sometimes in our walk with God. There is God and there is an enemy and he wants to destroy us. The Bible says that. He wants to destroy you. He doesn't want to make your life inconvenient. He wants to take you out. <laughs> and I think one of the best things that we can do to guard our heart is to put the full armor of God on. And as the Bible says, we don't wrestle with things in the natural. We wrestle with things in the spiritual. I love how the scripture talks about how we put on the armor of God. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth. This scripture is often misteached. It actually, we say, oh, it's the truth, it's the word of God. You know, you need to put the word of God around you. And, uh, and that's great, and there's nothing wrong with that. But this, this scripture actually just says, be an honest person. Be an honest person. It says, put on the breastplate of righteousness. Now we're made righteous through Jesus, but actually the scripture is just saying, be a person of integrity. Be a person that says, when your yes is yes, it is. When it's no, you know, it's not. 
There's so much gold in this. And having, having um, your feet... Sorry, I've just lost this light in this. I'm getting old. Jeez. Breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Our foundation of life needs to be the word of God. Take up the shield of faith. You know, the Roman shields were so big and strong, they were fireproof. Enemies would fire uh, fiery arrows at them and they, they wouldn't burn because they had been designed in such a way that they, they were fireproof. When we have our faith in God, the attack of the enemy just washes off. There's so much gold in this. I think we've all got stuff that we need to identify and deal with and get healing from. But all of us as believers, there's a responsibility for us to go, you know what, I'm going to guard my heart. I'm going to protect myself so I can actually continue to live in all the goodness of God. Come on, let's just pray. Father, I thank you that you love your children. Lord, that you care about our heart. Lord, that we can trust you with our heart. And Father, you've given us the tools to protect our heart. And Lord, whatever area that needs work, God, just pray that you would be with us that you would strengthen us in this place. Amen.